there we go. It's getting cold in Beijing. It's not too bad. It's not actually cold. I'm not going to lie. <sighs> being Canadian, it's uh, a little bit of an interpretation of being cold. There is snow on the ground. There actually is. Like, it's, I'm looking at it going, shit, there's still snow on the ground. Uh, which is kind of funny because, like, um, like it's not, it's like baby snow. It's like a fluffing, you know, a dusting of snow. It's not an actual amount of snow. Like, I, I see what, oh, what's happening in Winnipeg in Canada in a lot of parts. And, uh, yeah, it's not. <laughs> I mean, it's snow. But as a Canadian, I go, it's not real snow. But at the same time, I don't live in Canada anymore. Steve, why did you leave? Because it was cold. There was too much snow. So I can't really, you know, kind of point fingers here and go, well, then, if you don't let, if you miss the lack of snow, go home. Where is home? Folks, it is Thursday, January 20th, 2022. I'm Stephen Sersky. Thanks for joining me. Uh, and uh, thanks for finding this here podcast. Uh, I post this every Monday to Friday. At least I try to. And uh, it's, it's sort of like a, a recollection of the things that I've done all day. Uh, a refresher, a reminder, an inspiration, motivation uh, for myself and for you guys uh, to keep on going. Get, your, get, get the things done that you want to get done each and every day. And I live as an expat here in Beijing, China. Uh, it's where I've been living for the last uh, six or seven years. My main focus these days, aside from work, is uh, studying the Mandarin language, uh, Mandarin Chinese language. And I'll tell you, it's basically a full-time job, except I'm doing it part-time. I should do it more. Uh, but uh, as I said yesterday, I mean, I should have skipped my Chinese book studies because, like, literally, my brain was twilight. It was broken. It was done. I should have done my other easier book uh, yesterday and then given my brain a rest. Tomorrow, I will attack the language again and uh, be able to uh, hopefully do a little bit better than I did yesterday. Today, I did do a little bit of work, of course. Good. So I've been snowing uh, on and off all day the flaky stuff it's nice uh, it's not as pretty it hasn't been sticking very much like it, there's uh it's patches it's patchy all around the uh, the city the main roads are pretty clear yeah it's kind of uh, a little bit slippery and on the way home from work i almost did get dinged twice it almost was as if the drivers like they were looking but they weren't acknowledging that there was anyone beside them, <laughs> which was a bit of a piss off because I'm like, please don't hit me. Uh, please. <laughs> Can you just not hit me today or any day at all? So, uh, but yeah, so the ride home was a bit treacherous in, in that sense, almost getting dinged twice, uh, but made it home basically unscathed. Uh, only one or two middle fingers given, uh, being given and being received, whatever. Dokui, I guess. Uh, but other than that, today's uh, big story is I went to a, a theater play. And uh, it was the, I mentioned this yesterday, the Medea play. A two-night spectacular, two-day uh, two spectacle uh, put on by a local theater troupe here in Beijing. Uh, only a one-act play, 45 minutes. We clocked in 50 minutes, maybe. We clocked in today. Uh, although I was talking to the director afterwards, uh, Donnie Fan. Uh, actually, I talked to him and I got, got on a recording so you can hear that after this episode. And uh, I was, uh, we clocked in just under an hour. The play, yesterday I mentioned it was an interpretation of the Medea play. So today, after having seen it, there it was all in Chinese, which I... No, uh, 
10% basically I understood. Uh, there were subtitles on a screen off to the side, which was good. Uh, so I was able to, um, uh, we were able to understand quite a bit. It was very much a uh, litigation uh, between the two parties, Medea and Jason. Uh, nobody else. It was a two-person play, one-act play, two-person play. Uh, and I, after seeing it... Uh, Wow, she, Medea, was very emotional, and I kind of see this, and I, having studied the history, having read the book, having read the ancient Greek, and uh, studying the history of it and everything, and knowing that the uh, original play was written by a guy, and it was all performed by guys, you know, seeing a, uh, a Chinese woman perform this with the emotionality that she was able to convey, and then understanding that there are women in the audience are going, wow, Like this is a very powerful message. Basically, Jason fucked around on her, and she got pissed off and killed the family. Like that, That's, in essence, what happened. Uh, we were debating whether or not she poisoned everybody or she poisoned the, the mistress and then cut up the children. Which Euripidean play is it that they all get cut up? I think it's Bacchae, they all get cut up. But Medea, uh, I think they're all just poisoned. Uh, and which she revels in, in this play. And so she tries to convey that throughout the play. Like, you're not going to ever find your children again. They're all over the place, basically. Which is a terrible thing. Uh, you know, especially, you know, given the fact that we, we here in Beijing, in China, are living in a country that has, a, has had a one-child policy uh, for so long... I mean, it's very, very dear, uh, you know, children are, are treasured here very much. So the education system is centered around the children, to, you know, helping them progress. And so this, this ancient Greek play, this interpretation of the litigation of what happens after the original events. Basically, Medea goes on about how, listen, it wasn't just me. It was you. If you think you're blameless, you're a dick and you're wrong. If you want to hear a bit about uh, the play, I did uh, get a chance to speak with uh, the director, Donnie Fan, after the play. I got him to, uh, he agreed to be on the podcast for, I said 30 seconds, and yeah, he gave me three minutes, which is great. Uh, uh, so I, uh, he uh, did explain a little bit about the inspiration and uh, the uh, background of the play and how they interpreted it and why it ended up being only one, one act, uh, not any longer. Uh, and then I also spoke to another spectator uh, and her interpretation of the uh, uh, of the play and uh, a female spectator. Uh, she gave me some <laughs> interesting comments about it. I mean, I don't think it's anything uh, too surprising, given that it's like you know, th- this we do we very much live in a very very modern world, and to think the way that uh, this play was written and this how the world was so many years ago even just 50 years ago it's 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 literally a world apart from where we are now i mean to speak of progress yes there's issues to 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 deal with but uh uh yeah so it was interesting to sort of hear these uh, these two interpretations uh, and it was a uh, uh, good overall it was a very intense play to see i mean it, i was sitting there you know sort of clutching the chair going <laughs> Wow, this is awkward. <laughs> you know, wow, she's crying. Um, they, wow, they're really, they're really getting into these emotions. Uh, intense stuff. To lighten the mood a little bit, I am continuing with my January uh, song a day challenge, and I've uh, been able to create another one. I created another one before the play, so I'm going to hopefully have that published today. Uh, another little bit of a um, 
percussion interpretation of things uh, using Logic Pro X, uh, which you can hear after this here episode. Folks, I'm going to make this a, a short one because... Uh, Standing outside of Jing A here in uh, Dongse uh, in the Hutongs. Uh, the folks are waiting inside, so uh, we're gonna go uh, have a, a nightcap and then head on out. I know it's 10 o'clock, and tomorrow morning I gotta be up, and I'm doing this restricted eating thing. And I did stop eating at uh, 7 30. So around there, 7 o'clock. So, you know, what, what's a what's a grain beverage prior to bedtime? You know what? Some leadings is in order. It's a special occasion. If you're going to be that strict, you're not going to have a life. At the same time, I understand. If you're not strict, you're not going to have that image or that goal, that success that you want. I'm willing to take that. I did see a picture actually uh, uh, today of a person who was uh, following sort of a, uh, a restricted eating plan. And uh, looking at it started from like 90 days down to day zero. And zero day, it was like he was pretty flat at that at that point. Looking at myself, I'm going to go, you know what, looks like I'm, uh, out of the three months, the 90 days that this person was going on it, I'm going, I think I'm only, you know, a third of the way in, 60 uh, 30 days in, so I have 60 days more if I want to get as flat-stomached, basically, which is to say, yeah, uh, I'm pretty much on track. Do I continue? Do I not continue? That is the question. Not going to hold myself back uh, from living uh, too much, but at the same time, how much do you need to indulge? How much do you need to do before you're kind of like, yeah, I've tried this before, I've had this before, it's great, it's awesome. At the same time, let's try something different. Folks, I'm going to leave it there. Show notes, tracks, up on my website, stevensersky.com. Have a look over there. I appreciate you guys having a, a listen, uh, tuning in. And uh, if you're in Beijing tomorrow night, one more episode, one more um, uh performance of the Medea play head on over and they might be performing elsewhere in China but uh, not guaranteed just yet folks have a great one we'll talk again thanks for listening bye bye Steve Sersky what's your name Donnie Fan cheers uh, so what's your involvement with this uh, I was the play? director and the writer oh shit you're like the actual person Oh, cool. <laughs> Where was the uh, inspiration for this? Uh, it comes from a lot. Um, myself and the uh, my co-director and uh, our uh, dramaturg, our, our producer, um, both of us kind of have a, a background with. Um, I only have thirty seconds. I got or do I? You can I take thirty. Okay, okay. Thirty seconds. seconds. I'm like, how do I get this all out? Well, it's I don't want to take question. your time. I know you got an audience to, yeah. to uh, talk with here. Um, it's a uh, a big question, but basically, I grew up with a single mother. Right. Um, she grew up with a. Uh, I, I shouldn't speak for her, but I grew up with a single mother, and we had a, a lot of connections um, with how we viewed the original play of Medea. And I'm always trying to explore um, how people kind of. Uh, uh, how to say, um, not fall into bad habits. But, you know, I think everybody's pure, you know, as, as they're born. If we're talking about the nature versus nurture sort of thing, it's, it's where does, um, how do relationships break down and where does violence come, come from? Where does that settle in? Uh, and ultimately, uh, if you go to like Goethe's, like Sorrows of Young Werther, um, there's a line in there about how um, most, uh, I, I'm, I'm botching it right now, my English sucks in China. Uh, but how, <laughs> how most problems come from, uh, from miscommunication rather than from actual Ill, Ill will or ill intent. And uh, what we, we had hoped uh, could come through in this play is, is all about miscommunication. You have two uh, actors, two characters who are in this entire story 
they're basically doing their own thing. There's no real connection between it them. It sounds more like a litigation argument than anything, because this was based on the original. It's, it's, a very, it's very hard to explain. It's like if you reimagine the original as happening in modern times and then gave it like an alternative ending. Right, <laughs> it's, okay. It's a little bit of a, uh, there's a lot of um, creative liberties being taken. It's more um, Medea in spirit and, and, and it's, you could call it a character study, I suppose, if you will. Um, so who do you side with in the argument? Uh, I, 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 <laughs> it's a tough question. I, I would like to say that what I side with is that um, in this, if, if it's um, an argument, it's, it's that both of them are completely um, clouded in their minds and they're both living totally different worlds. And what's happened is from the beginning of their relationship, they've broken down in communication, which has caused them to just live their own separate, selfish, personal lives. And everything that they've done from there, they've blamed on the other when all they had to do was listen. Mm. And that's what I think I'm trying to to get through. I, ho- I hope there's some semblance of it. You know, people don't typically watch plays or movies and go home and reflect on it and think, hmm, how is that going to change my life? I, I, that would be a tall task uh, to do. But that's what I'm, I'm hoping. That's my, you know, in a perfect world. I was wondering why only one act? Um, well, that's our, our producer's creative choice. As a writer, I could keep going forever. Um, she, How long could you make uh, this? Because the original was a bit longer, of course. But, yes, uh, yes. What, what would you do with it if you had complete cr- uh, creative liberty with it? And why why settling on the one act? I mean, was it just sort of time constraints, money constraints? What, if I had complete control, mm-hmm. um, I would probably not have the funding to get the plate on. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so, and all yeah, artists yeah. work in, within in, a in financial a restriction. World. Yeah. In, in a perfect world, um, this would have started earlier in the story and it would have ended uh, later um, there uh, ideally when, when I first wrote the original draft there was an actual you know everything goes off the stage and you've got a whole court and jury and people there and there's an actual litigation of, of you know their, their offenses um, which would have gone much deeper wow. into yeah. um, their relationship as it stands uh, the play is quite heavy yeah, we, yeah. We removed <laughs> we removed a, a lot just for the sake of it's. Um, ideally, I think we were trying to get about an hour um, in in theater. Sometimes it's hard. Their their emotions take them, you know. Sometimes a little faster. Sometimes a little slower. I think there was because today's day one. I think there was a lot of adrenaline, uh, and it did go a little bit faster um, than expected. But uh, I think considering how heavy it is. It would it would have been tough to have people sit through like another thirty minutes of um, intense discussion, intense, litigation, intense and discussion and litigation. Do you think this could go on longer? Seven days, ten days, fifteen days? We have a two we have a two day run for now. Um, it is uh, for me. It's my first my first play. I've done movies and I, I actually do comedy. I'm a stand up comedian, so this is like a, a Diver- one eighty from that. Right. <laughs> people are all telling me. Um, Hey, so so you left comedy for tragedy? I'm like, no. Everything I did was tragedy before I got into comedy. But the um, the goal is because the set it's all ours. We own it. Um, what we would really, really, really like to do is see if we can find uh, once we have this recording, find some places in other theaters around China, specifically Chengdu, where uh, Chengdu is very, very open to art. 
um, and theater, and and it's, it's totally different than a lot of the other cities um, in China. We would really like to to see if we can get it over there yeah, for sure. an extended run in Beijing, um, not for the moment. Uh, and COVID is always ah uh, uh, well, like when COVID's done. Tomorrow we've got a lot more in the audience coming, but today specifically we have. Uh, you can see it was about half empty. I'm I'm glad for that because we had the uh, you know it's our first <laughs> first night, so uh, it it helped it feel a little bit more comfortable for me personally. But tomorrow we've got a lot more people here, and if it uh, as long as COVID allows it, and as long as um, you know we can find some other theaters around China that want to put on a play, that would be that would be wonderful to keep it going. Perfect. Cheers. Thanks yeah, for your thank time. You, Appreciate you so it. much for your nice work. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank Thanks. you so much. Hey, Wygroen, uh, so uh, I see that you're at the uh, Medea play today. What did you think of it? Um, yeah, I thought it was really good. I know Donny, and I think he did like, an amazing job. I especially thought that the female actress did like amazingly well. She was intense, wasn't yeah, she? Yeah. As a really woman, intense. how did you uh, let the bus go by? Uh, how did you uh, sort of interpret that? How, how did you take that uh, as a uh, female? Um, well, I think she's like, quite a tragic figure and had like a hard... Time. I know. I think like historically, women get like a bad deal in most of these. She took control things, in this so, yeah. one. She fucking ripped shit apart. Yeah, here. I liked it. <laughs> Did you agree with her? Yeah, a little bit. I so mean, it, I probably it, would kill my children. Why? So uh, okay, is this the play where uh, like Medea was? Is she the one? She tore them to pieces or she poisoned them? We can't. I can't remember. I think poison, or maybe it depends on. Well, I don't think it depends. Like, did you rip them <laughs> apart? Or did you? Po- I guess you could do both, couldn't you? You could poison them. Rip. Yeah. Anyway, but so overall, like, uh, uh, with this, would you see it as a longer play, shorter play? Was it authentic? Was it uh, like, in terms of like interpretation of what was going on? Um, what, what do you think? Shorter play. I think it was just a really interesting interpretation. Yeah. Cheers. All right. Thanks. <laughs> All right. That's it, folks. Show notes and tracks up on stevensersky.com. Thanks for listening. We'll talk again. Bye bye.